You're in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. This is Dave Burke. Lap, what do you got to say, bro, Chase? They've got some magic in the Superdome down in New Orleans, and they found it today as the Bengals win 30-26. to 26. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's something special about the city, the state. I mean, uh, when they're in the this, in this Superdome, uh, that, that's a big stage for them, and they definitely shine. Joe Burrow in the second half, 11 for 12 for 179 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, he's a touchdown machine today. There's there's no question about it. He did it with his legs, did it with his feet. Uh, Jamar Chase, you know, was, was obviously a, a grown man today. Seven catches, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Burrow throws for three, throws for 300 yards, 28 for 37, three touchdowns, no interceptions, quarterback rating 126. You know, they were effective running the football. They just were behind so often. They couldn't really run it like as many times as they wanted to. They averaged 5.4 a carry. Joe Mixon, 5.6. So, uh, But Joe Burrow's 19-yard touchdown scramble was huge. Uh, he, he basically got out of that pocket. That pocket was getting very tight. And he got out of that pocket and 19 yards later rushes for a touchdown. So he's responsible for four touchdowns. The game came down to red zone. Uh, and Dave, going into the game, in the game was red zone. The New Orleans Saints were number two in the NFL, uh, scoring a touchdown 80% of the time in the red zone. And defensively, they're tied to third best in the NFL, keeping people out of the end zone. Well, the Bengals uh, took advantage of, of, of them in both areas. Defensively, the Bengals' defense held the, the Saints' offense out of the out of the red zone four times. They settled for field goals four different times. And every time the Bengals got in the red zone offensively, they punched it in for a touchdown. So, I mean, which was one of the biggest reasons that the uh, Saints had won two football games was red zone execution that cost them in this football game. The Bengals dominated action in the red zone. Dave, one of the stats that was talked about in this game, big win to get to 3-3, and 34.5% of teams that start 3-3 and have a chance to make the playoffs. You go 2-4, and 10.4%. So this is a humongous, humongous win. Yeah, it is. And what you have to do now is uh, you have to go one and zero for three more games to the bye. You have to string some some together. You know, a, a one game winning streak isn't, isn't necessarily going to cut it. Even a two game streak is not going to cut it. You got to string string some together. So, at the bye, if you can be six and three and then go three and zero or one and zero three more times to win three games going into the bye week and uh, gather some momentum there, because as we talked about multiple times. The back half, the last eight games after the bye, it's it's a extremely difficult schedule. But you just never know. I mean, look at the, look at the scores today in the National Football League. This, this this National Football League is tough, man. It is crazy. You just never know week to week what you're looking at. Everybody's very competitive. NFL getting what they want. Any given Sunday, any team can be beat. Next Sunday, as you talked about, the Bengals get the chance to come back to Paycor Stadium to take on the Falcons at 1 p.m. Uh, Dave. When you look at today's game towards the end, that last defensive series, you get a B.J. Hill and Sam Hubbard sack. But one guy who got picked on a lot during this game probably came up with the biggest play, Eli Apple, on that last defensive play, getting basically you know a no call with the feet getting tangled up with the receiver. And uh, you know, that's those are just little plays that you may forget about in the big picture of a game like this. Well, that's that's the thing. In, in the NFL, you can't you can't uh, get down. You can't you can't uh, if, if you do give up a play, you have to have uh, amnesia. 
you have to move on. You have to compartmentalize. You have to forget about it, move on, and, and, and make a play. you got to figure at some point in time you're going to be able to be involved with making a play that's going to be a determining factor in the outcome of the football game. And that's kind of what took place for, uh, for Eli Apple today. Don't give up on it and go ahead and make a, make a play. And he had an opportunity to do that down the stretch, and he, and he executed. Dave, you've talked about how this team needs to start fast this week. Again, first series, three plays, minus one. Second series, five plays, 20 yards. Then they get the 12 plays, seven, 75 yards of the touchdown pass to Mixon. But again, third, three plays, nine yards. And then another 10 play, 75 yards, touchdown, Joe Burrow. And again, I mean, you would like to see those first two series, something besides a Kevin Huber punt. Yeah, that's true. But you'd also like to see that uh, on a punt return, you don't cough it up. That was a big play in the the football game. The offense didn't turn it over. The defense didn't generate any takeaways. But the offense uh, had ball security the entire game. It was on a punt return where the, the significant turnover happened and you get a short field. You only have to travel like 30 yards for a touchdown. And they did. And when you fall behind on the road by a score, you know, now, now it, it, it's, you know, now you're playing come from behind, you know, it changes your outlook. Uh, that, that's, that's the thing. Scoring first is a big deal. The Bengals, uh, this is the first game this year that they've won where they haven't scored first. So, you know, you win a game on the road against a, a good opponent, this, this is a decent football team, this New Orleans Saints football team. You you beat them on the road when falling behind uh, when they score first, particularly, you know, putting a touchdown on the board first. It took a while for them to get their, you know, their equilibrium back and, and, and take a lead in the football game, obviously. It took a long while, but they closed it out. And they've been in these games a bunch, you know, and they've had, they come up on the short end of the stick in three of them, but they, they got this one. They got this one under their belt and, they feel pretty good about it, as you can hear. Dave, the Bengals run 54 offensive plays, the Saints 71. The Bengals' defense gave up 228 yards rushing. Do you could we read too much into that performance? Well, I, I think I think a lot of it is is what the Saints had to had to work with, had to rely on. I mean, you know, they had a bunch of receivers injured, and they had they were uh, basically you know going to run the football in a bunch of different formations. They had three running backs out there, you know, on occasion. Um, the other thing that they did when they when they were settling for these field goals, I mean, it wasn't like it was a it was a three minute drive. I mean, it was seven and a half minutes. They were taking time off the clock. They were bleeding the clock, and so the Bengals are at that point thinking, you know, how many how many possessions, how many more possessions am I going to have to work with? And uh, you know that that becomes a that becomes problematic as well, you know. So they, this football team, the Saints football team, can, can definitely run the football. There's no two ways about that. I mean, the Bengals came into the game the top 10 in both departments uh, in terms of rushing yards allowed per game and yards per rush allowed, but they're not going to be in that category anymore after this one. And credit New Orleans. I mean, you know, they had the reverse with a, a kid off the practice squad. It was his first NFL touch, and he uh, scores on a big reverse. They had explosive plays in the running game. They had three different players uh, achieve a run of 20 yards, 30 yards, and 40 yards, 44 yards for a touchdown on one of them. So the explosives came in the in the running game, and you know that's gonna. I think I think it's correctable, and I don't think you're gonna find many teams that are gonna try to do exactly what the New Orleans Saints did because they don't have the personnel, particularly Taysom Hill, that gives you all that versatility. I mean, when you go um, Taysom Hill in the game at quarterback, which they did a few times, and they have two backs in the game, that's like 31 personnel. <laughs> that's like three backs in the tight end. I mean, it's a 
it's a different uh, a different dynamic for sure. It's more like college football uh, to a large degree. So um, there'll be corrections made. Look at the tape, make corrections, and move on. You're listening to Dave Lapham in the trenches, brought to you by First Star Logistics. Dave, when uh, I was listening to the First Star Logistics Bengals radio network, and you were saying right before kickoff uh, that Jeff Gunter was taken off the field before the game during warmups. Any any word on what the situation is there? I have not heard anything anything uh, about the severity of the injury. We thought it was either a foot or an ankle injury. We haven't heard anything uh, anything more. Zach has been, uh, um, you know, holding. He held a pressure when I was doing locker room interviews, uh, so I, I have not heard an update on that. But I don't. Hopefully, it's not significant. If it is uh, an injury to the foot of the ankle, hopefully uh, he, he won't be out for an extended period of time. But haven't gotten any word official word on that yet. It was good to see T. Higgins back on the field, but we have to talk about Tyler Boyd. Six catches, 66 yards. Uh, a big game by Boyd, but it was good to see Higgins out there. Again, six catches. A couple early, kind of one was a drop, but the other one was kind of battered away by the defender. But he had six catches, 47 yards. Good to see the, the triple-headed monster passing attack back on the field together. Uh, there's no question about it. I mean, uh, those, three, those three players present as many problems as as many running backs as you want to throw out there on the field for a defense. I mean, you know, the defense is uh, how many gaps do we have to control here with the running game that the Baltimore Ravens last week and then the New Orleans Saints this week. They did it different ways before they stress you in terms of your gap control responsibility. Well, defenses look at what the Bengals, when they spread the field with all those weapons, I mean, what do we do? How do we do it? And, uh, yeah, I thought Tyler Boyd made plays when they needed to be made in the beginning of the football game. And then down the stretch, Jamar Chase started doing his thing. And between the two of them, uh, that was a one-two punch uh, that was pretty extraordinary. And then you get the third dynamic with T. Higgins, a big target that he is. He's a red zone weapon extraordinaire. So, um, yeah, it's, that, that's Joe Burrow loves that when he's got all those options. And then not to get about Hayden Hurst. He, you know, is involved with a couple of plays himself. So there's a lot of weapons out there. Dave, I got I to gotta jump, buddy. All righty. Have a safe flight back. At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about, Icky. Get the body right, then the mind's right. You yeah, know, you know, gotta get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out FirstStarLogistics.com.